We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah! 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 I, I, are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? What? 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 Yeah! Y'all ready to play some football? Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views. Along with Dusty Likens this morning, I'm Josh Klingler. Brian Williams, B-Dub, producer slash musical director. Text line always open for you at 913-586-7610. Did you see the retro picture of B-Dub he put up the other day? Yeah, yeah. Frosted. Frosted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pure yeah. sex, man. I mean, just, just dripping in it. I just, And the Royals jersey and the old school 610 Mike. Yes, sir. The Look 1980 at, George Brett throwback oh, from Mitchell and Ness. Look at God's work that mm. day. My goodness. That wasn't the biggest revelation people had. <laughs> no, about that sure was. You know. Oh, man, you were at Sardis <laughs> and Blue Springs back when they had the, the classic salad bar with the cold plates. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, daddy, I'll tell you what. Did the uh, the Sunday night, uh, what, it was the Big Jack show with uh, Sean Edwards, and we would do a uh, post-game show, Chiefs uh, post-game show there. I love how... A barbecue restaurant in this town has the average Joe, and then there's the Z-Man. And they're the same exact same. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but either one, I'm, I'm taking to town. Absolutely. Man, is there a better thing on a salad bar than a cold plate? Like, when you go to a salad bar, that thing comes out of the hydro freezer and it's cold. I mean, I know I'm weird when I say I like to see the cottage cheese appearance at the salad bar. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a cottage cheese cottage dude. Cottage cheese on a cold plate is I what, mean, what gets you going? With a whole bunch of cracked pepper. Like, it looks mm-hmm. like somebody ashed a cigar mm-hmm. on top of it. Mm-hmm. I love cottage cheese, but, hey, I know that's weird. But No, cottage cheese with, uh, with Lowry's is where it's at. Oof. In the summertime, it's always a big old beefsteak tomato. Slice into, like, four big slices and throw cottage cheese on top and then crack the pepper on top nice. of that. It gets real nasty in my kitchen at that point. <laughs> like licking, licking the plate with, like, the tomato juice and everything. Ooh. That's just me, though. I'm a tomato guy. I love a good beefsteak tomato with a little Italian dressing on there. I'm good with Some that, Tony Chacheries to liven it up. How hungry you <clears throat> are now? It's 6 o'clock. Yeah, yeah well. I, I've only had, like, four hours sleep. So, yeah, there's no, I'm hungry. I almost stopped and got us a Casey's pie, but I had to cut some audio. <sighs> Update. The, uh, the, uh. Woman who was swimming in it yesterday at the, at the QT. Yeah. No help. None. Stores, stores busy as all get out. Snowing, what have you. She's on the phone. Beat up and I both encountered her crying. Oh, no. Because there, no, there was no help. No help. She was by herself, place packed. I go in there today. Three dudes. Yeah. Standing around. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Where was you at yesterday, <laughs> yeah, bro? I really uh, want to say, no. hey. Why couldn't you help your coworker out yesterday? Right. Every Dub and I almost rolled dogs. Pretty much. I was ready to throw some sausage rolls in the microwaves, start making some taquitos. Stop by the way in today. Three people working. There's like two two people in the store. 
Have you ever hit Quick Trip early in the morning? Because you guys do this every day. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that sometimes I'll get up and go to Quick Trip on my way out because I don't want to grind coffee with my roommate there at like 3.30, right? Like, that's kind of rude. But, like, every once in a while you can hit Quick Trip just right where you're the only one in there and all you're getting is, like, a coffee. And they'll look at you and be like, just coffee? And you're like, yeah, like, have a good day. Like, oh, this must be what it's like to be a cop. Right. (laughs) Come in here, counter it, and leave. Can I grab a donut, too? Oh, man, they have that strawberry glaze. Oh, you're saying you got a comp coffee? I did. Oh, wow. Not not this morning, but I have only doing this show. And I know that no one recognizes me, so I know it's just general being nice. And they'll just be like, is that it for you? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just just a coffee. too much of a pain to ring it up. Have a good morning. Our buddy down at Casey's down the street, every once in a while you come in there about... You know, roll in there about four thirty, and he'll be like, "How you doing, man? Great to you know, great show the other day. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. All right, uh, I got two slices of pie and a drink. I don't think you're yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, go admit, ahead. Don't think you're supposed to admit that out loud, Dub. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Now you just got <laughs> fired, bro. <laughs> Five eight six seven six ten text line always <laughs> open for you. We are in it on a Thursday. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ankle Watch twenty twenty three. On Pesco in the morning. I mean, we all saw the video. Yeah. He's Which fine. One? Which there were 45 videos. He's fine. Yesterday. The one where he's lightly jogging across the field. He's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. uh, sure. The media's let in for about 10 minutes. And uh, usually it's for, well, you, if you saw any of the video, it's the stretching part. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the warming up the hamstrings, the walking 10 yards and uh, whatever they're called. Where you, you, know, you scrape your hands along the. The turf, dusty, yeah. and then you walk a little further and you scrape your hands all and you stretch out those hamstrings. Don't forget about the leg raises. And that's where Mahomes was was seen jogging, no problem. So I guess it's it's gonna be fine. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mahomes feeling uh feeling pretty good. You have different therapy things that the uh, trainers have for you. Luckily for for me, we have a lot of the that we have the best training staff probably in the NFL. So uh, I just listen to what they tell me to do and try to get myself ready. And uh, we had practice today, and I get to go out there and test it out a little bit. There you go. That was Patrick Mahomes yesterday on the drive right here on 610 Sports Radio for his uh, weekly visit. Okay. Everything's fine. I love it. Do you believe him? No, I believe it probably hurts quite a bit, and he's putting on a brave face. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it probably probably hurts a little bit, but they're you know they're yeah they're going to get him as healthy as possible for uh for Sunday, and certainly it could have been a lot worse, man. Watching that, especially when you saw that Tony Pollard injury the next day Oof. of the Cowboys, similar thing. Dude falls on the leg, and he's got a he's got a broken leg, and Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. Uh, I feel like they did catch a break. Yeah, well, it was a, a play where we had called a kind of a shot downfield. They did a good job of covering kind of my first, second, and really third option. And so uh, you're kind of trying to reset in the pocket. Usually when you're on your fourth, fourth read and getting those last reads, there's people around you. So um, I, I got it. I, got, I was able to get the ball out to Blake Bell, who was kind of my last resort. But uh, how I was, uh, how I got tackled, it just got unlucky, and the guy ended up falling on my ankle. And it's part of football. It's just part of playing the quarterback position and stuff like that happens. You try to just prepare yourself so you can bounce back quickly. But Dusty, I mean, the the real thing is the dude's a fantastic healer. It appears. I mean, I just look go back to the to the uh, the the kneecap dislocation, Ugh. and he's back like in just a few weeks and. Played with that injured toe, which he said the toe was worse yeah. than this was. Playing with that injured toe, he, he made it through on that. He's had the other ankle. Uh, he's a remarkable healer, and he's apparently got some great pain tolerance, too. So um, never never rule him out. Yeah, there's a few things here that, that kind of benefit 
Patrick Mahomes with this injury is one. I think the eagerness and time of season that we're in kind of makes it numb to the situation, right? Like yeah. he knows there's two games left in his season. Put it all on the line. Whatever I got to fix, he can fix it later. Yeah. The second most important thing that works in Mahomes' favor is he's 27. Um, you and I are well past the age of 30. I do this. You do this. We're both probably not even coming into a radio show. So to be fair, it's nice. And the other thing about Mahomes that that kind of works, I thought I I don't really care what Dan Orlovsky has to say more often than not, but he did bring up a good point yesterday where he mentions Patrick Mahomes is a guy that will move around and he he can he can do better as an improvisational quarterback and he's never really throwing with not never. I mean, most of the time he's throwing with a foot up or a foot around and he's he's moving with his feet in different angles and different areas, which doesn't mean he necessarily has to plant his feet to throw the ball like that guys that are like Tom Brady, like guys that are maybe Joe Burrow, maybe guys that are a little either older or more pocket passers. And everyone thought immediately as soon as the ankle happened that that's all they were going to do. They're just going to do three-step drop, quick look, throw it quick. No one has any clue what the hell is going to happen on Sunday. I know that for a fact. I don't know what's going to happen. And I know that he's still going to move around because even when the knee went to the side of the leg, he wanted to go back in the game. Like he got up and walked off the field, wanted to go back in. Concussion against Cleveland in the divisional round two years ago, wanted to go back in. So to have that and those three points where, you know, it's the end of the season, because if this is like week eight, Mahomes isn't practicing, Mahomes isn't playing, Mahomes is probably sitting out. I would assume uh, the age helps. And then just being the quarterback that he is somebody that can improvise better than anyone that we've ever seen at the position. You don't necessarily have. And again, this is a different angle. This or ankle. This is the right one where you push off of more often than not. But again, I think the, being the quarterback that he is, it is an anomaly of a situation. You know, for all the, the, uh, the experts that crapped on his footwork and now yeah. they have to work. Yeah. <laughs> he should be able to throw just fine. He's got, he's always had bad footwork, right? So, so he doesn't need to be uh, pushing off all the time. And it's kind of funny how Andy Reid treated the situation in the game, because a man with children, I'm sure you've had these situations where if you want a, you got to do B first, right? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, if you want it, if you want dessert, you got to clean yeah. the room, Yeah, and clean Andy, the room. And Let's Andy Reid's like, Hey, I'm not putting you in the game until you get a negative test ankle wise, not COVID. But he's like, until you get x-rays, come back negative. Just it's the time of year, man, like or the, whatever the years it's been like five. But I feel like whenever you look at this situation, you know, you, you see the tenacious attitude in Patrick Mahomes, the hunger and all this. You know, he's under the age of 30. The dude just wants to win. So in a situation where he might be like 34, 35 and this happens, it might be a little bit more limpy in the cameras. But, man, he knows he's being watched. He knows where everybody's at. You've got everybody from NFL Network. You've got everybody from radio stations and, and, and websites here today. And they're all zoomed in it's like a fetish watch for an ankle i've never seen before it's so. great it's great yeah uh mahomes discussed with uh with carrington the the sideline discussion with uh reed and the rest of the coaches when he was kind of battling them about going and getting the initial x-ray yeah i mean you look at it now and i mean it was a great decision on their part i mean um i think it was uh like you said a very similar to, to, to tony pollard's injury and he had the fracture that's what they were looking to make sure i didn't have um and uh so i obviously the competitor in me and the playoffs you want to stay in there and play and and not let your team down in a sense but uh uh i was able to get back there get the x-rays done and then chad henney leads a great drive and scores a touchdown uh, that that uh it's a special type of team that we have and uh, uh chad's a special type of player that he's able to do that in that situation in that moment all that's going to be a great storyline when they win it all so 
<laughs> How hammered is Chad Henney going to be when they win the Super Bowl oh, at the parade? Geez. I want to see that 37-year-old man lit up. I, want, I mean, that's that's the guy, because that's what I was telling Jed last night during After Hours, is that if they win the Super Bowl and all this smoke and all this talk from Cincinnati, which we'll get into, I'm sure, a little bit later, Travis Kelsey's going to go Johnny Gomes times 10, right? And they're going to give, at one point, Chad Henney the microphone. Maybe he goes Johnny Gomes. I hope to God he does. <laughs> and I think you're going to see a lot of women start to think Chad Henney might be a little hotter than we give him credit for. He's a good-looking dude. They had the picture of him in the locker room the other night. I was like, this guy's going to get a lot of attention. And I hope he's the guy that gets to chug the beers at the parade. That would be top. fun. Now, I know I'm way ahead of myself. There's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. game to be played yeah. Sunday. Uh -huh. and you still got to play one of the best teams in the NFC if you win that game. Um but man, we can always think about the future, right? Like it's okay to put future odds, you know, Chad Henney, most tanked plus 300, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> most likely to be Gomes. I mean, yeah, you can bet his, literally right now where Brady's going to play next year. Yeah. They got it on DraftKings today. I noticed it this morning. Like how come we can't get a most, most hammered chiefs player to parade futures odds? Yeah. Then probably those, the, the special Kansas only bets, you know, uh, or, like, yeah, you know, here, here's the, uh, here's the, uh, the special props for Kansas. Yeah. Just the, parade stuff no sweat parade bet if Although your guy you isn't hammered you get a free one in the morning you don't want that out there because the the, <laughs> the, the Bengals would use it we do yes. head to Cincinnati get the lay of the land Mo Egger of ESPN 1530 joins us next Fesco in the morning one of the greatest duos brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology it's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every MLB game live in the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. It's time to head to Cincinnati. Mo Egger of ESPN 1530 joins us to talk a little Bengals. And Mo, certainly this Bengals team uh, likes to play with that little chip on their shoulder, a little uh, pee and vinegar, whatever. If they, if they gave out the Lombardi trophy to the team that is best at coming up with flights, real or perceived, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals would have one in their, in their, in their trophy case. Uh, they're really good at that. And look, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I think the, the angle from a fan perspective is a little fatiguing. Um, you know, the, the, the whole neutral site playoff game, the NFL doesn't want the Bengals to be in it. They're selling tickets to a game in Atlanta. I mean, come on. I have Cincinnati Reds World Series tickets that I bought in 2012. Uh, they sell tickets to games that may or may not happen. The Bengals, in the event the Jaguars beat the Kansas City Chiefs. But, you know, there's the real world, and then there's inside the mind of a professional athlete. You know, I watched uh, a lot of Georgia players after they won the, the college football playoff for a second straight year talk about how nobody believed in them. They proved all the doubters wrong, and I'm like, yeah, right. Uh, th- there's a whole lot of folks who thought the Bulldogs were going to go 7-5 and five this year. This is at times what athletes do, and it works for this team. And so if, if this unit individually and collectively finds causes to rally around that brings them closer together, gives them a little bit more of an edge, uh, sharpens their focus, I don't know how you could have any issues with it. I, I Fans have obviously taken that ball and run with it. And, again, I, I think some of the angles are a little bit played out. But for a professional football team, whatever you got to do to win works, and it works for this team. And it seems like it's not a distraction for them to deal with what could be distractions. Is, am I reading that right, that it seems the, the fuel works for them? Yeah, it's a fun team. It's not an immature team. You know, I mean, I – I, I was I was here in in 2005 for the Chad Ocho Cinco years, a lot of fun. Not the most mature bunch, and <laughs> you know, oftentimes that came back and blew up in their face. I was here for uh, Marvin Lewis's last few playoff teams, um, good team, fun team, undisciplined team. That ended up being their undoing oftentimes in the postseason. This group is businesslike and fun, but with an edge. And I think they, they understand there's a time and place for preparing to play. They understand there's a time and place for, you know, doing what they need to do to be ready, but do they keep the receipts and, and do they, do they show a willingness to throw back into people's faces? What may have been said about them? Sure. And, and I do think it's genuine. I do think as much as some of the, the, the slights are a little contrived, I do think the approach that they take is genuine from the standpoint of we are going to find things that we can rally around. And on an individual level, again, if that sharpens your focus during a week, great. And if it brings this unit together a little bit more uh, and it works and it translates into victory, I don't know how an outsider could really uh, have any qualms with their approach. Mo Egger of ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Joe Burrow said after the game uh, last week that he thinks they have a, a better group than they did uh, a year ago when they came to Arrowhead Stadium and, and picked off a win in the AFC Championship. Uh, do you feel that's the case? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's just kind of the natural byproduct of, of continuity. Uh, when when you watch the game on Sunday or, or when you saw the Bengals play the Chiefs back on December the 4th, the names are the same, right? It's it's that offensive unit with their skill guys. It's a defensive unit that, you know, they, they basically lost one guy from last year. 
it's a team that had a better offensive line this season than what we saw in the postseason last year. It's a quarterback who now has the benefit of another year of, of experience and grooming and, and playing in the NFL and learning from experiences. Yeah, it, it is it is a better team top to bottom. It's a team that has the same two coordinators as last year. Uh, obviously the same head coach. I, I think they've benefited tremendously from continuity. I think that's part of the reason why this team was able to dig out of an 0-2 hole, why they were able to overcome a, a sort of a shaky start to the season when they were 4-4 four and four at the midway point. Um, yeah, I, I think mechanically it is a, a better team. Now, look, last year's team operated with a very small margin of error in the postseason. They won three games at the gun, including obviously the AFC championship game. I, I would expect a close game on Sunday, but I, I think when you prepare for this team, this isn't uh, the ragtag group of upstarts and kind of unknowns that they were last year. This is a legit, bona fide, um, uh, top echelon NFL team that the, the Chiefs are going to have to tangle with on Sunday. Everyone seemingly thought that the offensive line injuries would be a, a backbreaker. It was not last week. How did they overcome that? You know, it, it, it's, it's what stood out most about that game. It, it wasn't just that the offensive line held up. The offensive line dominated. Um, the Bengals haven't run the ball that effectively all season. They were terrific last week against Buffalo. Five yards a carry for Joe Mixon. They ran for 170 yards. They were, they were terrific. That, that, to me, is what stood out more than anything. I think it's the most interesting thing about this week. Um, do they get either of the players that they've lost in recent weeks back? If they get those players back, do they start them or do they dress them but go with the proverbial hot hand? But, but I think the thing that doesn't get talked about enough, this coaching staff has a lot of experience in designing game plans around an offensive line that's not great. And that means Joe Burrow gets rid of the football quickly. It means they take advantage of a quarterback who's not going to make a lot of mistakes, even if you put him under duress. And I think all of those things added up to a solid performance, but then you add to just the physical, the physical dominance of the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. That's the part that I'm not sure many of us saw coming. Mo Anger of ESPN 1530 joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. I think the Bengals have done about as good a job as any in defending uh, the Chiefs offense over the last uh, three now into the, uh, the fourth meeting. Uh, what have you seen that has given them the best success in slowing down the Chiefs? Well, I, I think it's, it's three things. We're huge Travis Kelsey fans here because he played at the University of Cincinnati. First game against between Cincinnati and Kansas City here in the regular season at the end of last year, Travis Kelsey was terrific in the first half, didn't have a catch in the second half. Uh, had a pretty balanced game in the AFC Championship game last year. Go back to the game a month and a half ago. Uh, didn't have a catch in the first half. They've done a good job of, of taking a player who in critical situations everybody knows is getting the football, and they don't take him out of the game plan, but I think they dramatically reduce uh, what he's able to do. I, I think the other thing, and you, I, I believe you saw it in the AFC Championship game last year, Lou Anarumo is really good. At, you know, he values versatility, and with that, boy, he can bring pressure from a lot of places. He can stick guys in coverage that you might not normally expect, and I think he has, has as much as Patrick Mahomes might be loath to admit it, from where I sit, it's looked like he's done some things that have, have added a dimension of confusion. But, but the other thing, and it's, it's not just been in Bengals-Chiefs games, in, in their playoff wins, they've had somebody make the right play at the right time. So think B.J. Hill's interception last season. 
in the AFC championship game, which just, it, it felt like it so dramatically swung that game. Think Jermaine Pratt forcing the fumble against Travis Kelsey. Look, people forget Kansas City a month and a half ago was winning that game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. They had the football. Travis Kelsey was starting to get going. Jermaine Pratt makes a play. Look at the play they made against the Baltimore Ravens, the 98-yard fumble return for a touchdown. This defense all season long in close games has made the right play at the right time. <laughs> all right, Mo, what does this one for you come down to on on Sunday? And if the Bengals win, they have done this. Well, I, I think it's, it's, it's very basic. It's very simple. Uh, the Bengals win playoff games because Joe Burrow doesn't turn the football over in playoff games. He had one last year. Uh, in the three that they won, he had an interception that wasn't his fault. If if that doesn't change, if they run the ball as effectively as they did, I don't know how you prepare for their offense. Obviously, you heighten his uh, ability to not turn the football over by protecting him. I think you're being fair if you're not quite buying into the notion that the Bengals' offensive line woes or issues have been solved because how they played last week. And, and I, I really worry about, to a degree, guys like Pacheco and McKinnon, those sort of players I think can give this defense some issues. And let's be honest, uh, Cincinnati is playing this game, their 11th straight without their top cover corner. Cam Taylor, Britt, and Eli Apple both played wonderfully last week. But when you play the Kansas City Chiefs, would you like your top cover corner? I think if KC could expose Chidobe Awuzie not being on the field, that's going to be a problem for Cincinnati. But if the Bengals can kind of figure out a way to get by without them, and they've done a great job of that, then I love their chances at Arrowhead for a second straight year. Mo, it should be fun, and not to look ahead, but we get another one next year in the regular season again. It's the fun of this, right? I mean, you know, you can add, I think, Trevor Lawrence to the mix. We're going to – Justin Herbert. We're going to get years of – uh, Burrow, Mahomes, uh, Burrow, Mahomes, Mahomes, Allen, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, Burrow. It's if you love the NFL to see all these quarterbacks, you know, really concentrated in one half of the league. You, you just you you think you're you're going to keep seeing games like this in the regular season, regular season games that carry with it a lot of consequence, and obviously the postseason. It's awesome, and uh, to have the the teams in, in our cities uh, be a part of that mix. I, I think regardless of who you're rooting for is is a lot of fun. That's Mo Egger, ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati. Indeed, not just uh, Sunday, but the Bengals do return back to uh, Kansas City in the 2023 regular season. Travis Kelsey weighs in on the Burrowhead talk next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7.30, 610 Sports Radio. chance to win a $500 high V gift card for your big game spread three times per day, 828, 3840. Three contestants are going to have 60 seconds to answer questions about the show's history. We just passed our 13 year mark. The more, you know about the show, the better your chances. One person each day is going to register to win the $500 gift card from high V again, beginning next Tuesday morning at 820. 
Of course, Hy-Vee, the official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes and cupcakes, and everything else to throw that big game party. $500 gift card at Hy-Vee will go a long way. Don't forget the day after the games, you can uh, swipe that fuel saver card, and based on the number of points the Chiefs score, you can get the, that cents off per gas. Hit the pump yesterday, 56 cents off per gallon. That's what I'm talking yeah, about that's right. right there. That's right. Just stop nice. in and get you some of that buffalo chicken dip as well. <laughs> the uh, street corn dip is Ooh, the high street, street corn. corn dip. It's got a little bit of heat to it. Uh-huh. Oh, it's really good. Really good. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I kind of want to get house at a market grill, some like chief season. <laughs> when it's like week four and they play some dud team yeah. like the Raiders, yeah. Broncos, Chargers. Um, not to name a few, but just go there and just. Chill. Get yeah. some pints and then yeah. be like, you know what? I'm gonna can you can I get some fresh tenders from the from the deli over there? Because when they are fresh, man, it's it's tough to beat them. Yeah, nothing beats them. No. Burrowhead. I uh I, what do you I do think about that. I do applaud it because it's it's funny. It's perfect. And I wish I could go. But until, you know, Sunday, it just it just it it hurts, and it's funny at the same time. And I just, you just go, I just kind of put my hands on the air and go, ah, what, what? <laughs> uh, Travis Kelsey on the New Heights podcast uh, delved into his thoughts on the Bengals trying to rename our place, getting everybody fired up. We are the loudest stadium in the world on record, forty two, yeah. hundred and forty two decibels. Did you guys break the record this week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, we're gonna have to break it this week because uh, a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans are calling it Burrowhead instead of Burrowhead. Whoa! Yeah, no, the disrespect. One, the they Arrowhead they're, continues. They're throwing, they're throwing. They're throwing a lot of bullets and board material out there, Ron. All right. So the guys are hearing it, not firing back, which is smart. Just don't even don't even play into it. And actually, makes the other side mad if you don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just, when you don't play into it, yeah. <laughs> like, man, come on. They would like to have the back and forth, I think, but it didn't work great the last time either. One, Justin Reed was like the only one who kind of spoke out of turn, and they quickly put him back in line. Yeah, they did. Right? And so I think it kind of hurts worse when you don't, when you don't say anything. You just kind of just take it. You go, know, I hear it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was listening I to – most of the press conferences from yesterday, and there were a couple questions asked to everybody. You know, what do you think about the the trash talking in the borough head? And most of the answers were pretty deflective, like, yeah, we're in our playbook. You know, the coach speak. Yeah, I got to take care of our business and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so they've gotten the memo. They've gotten the code red. Don't say nothing. Juju Smith-Schuster on staying out of it. I'm sure a lot of guys are aware of the comments that they're making. Um I've been playing against this team since I've been in the NFL, so it's nothing new to me. Like, they, the Bengals, they've always been the raw, raw team, and, you know, they back it up, and that's what they've been doing this whole season. So it's just more so for us, for me, to go out there and just play just play ball half ons and just talk about shorter pads and helmet. Even Juju's, like, got revisionist history because when if they were talking when he was in the division, they weren't any good. They were, largely weren't any good. Other than, you know, last year. Well, and if you remember, Vontez Burfick was the guy that was headhunting for Cincinnati, and then Juju put him on his back. Mm. And Juju is is a man of his word when he says, I let my helmets and my uh, my shoulder pads do the talking. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He, he, I think he kind of checked himself. So he's like, yeah, but they, they were always squawking when I was in the division. They weren't any good. There was always, there was, oh, wait. Uh, and they've largely backed it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
so kind of contradicting there. Quickly, juju. like veered back in, so trying to trying to stay out of it, which I think is I think is a smarter play. Do you feel so? I feel two things have happened here. One, Dad got a hold of everyone in the room at one time. Dad, being Andy Reid, was like, "Hey, we don't talk about anything this week except what we control." And everybody kind of gets that look. We have two me. rules this week. Right. We don't talk about Patrick's ankle yeah. and we don't talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. We just talk <laughs> about <laughs> ourselves. And I think everybody knows that like when dad gives you that, you know, that, that tone or that look, you're like, okay, he means this. And I think the other thing too, is that we've all seen those videos, right? Like I, I have a weird obsession of watching fight videos where like somebody gets knocked out. I don't know why. I guess it's because I've spent a rabbit hole of time down uh, world star hip hop or stuff like that, where most often than not, the guy that talks the most in those videos gets knocked out. And the guy that doesn't talk is normally the one that's knocking the other dude out. So you're talking about like, like street fights and stuff. Correct. And normally like when Kimbo slice in the backyard kind of stuff. Yeah. Kimbo yeah, never yeah. really talks. Some guy just yeah. talked for him, but yeah. I'm, it more so like these just like, these fights that you'll see, and Twitter has them all the time. And if you if you need time to kill, you know whatever it's, you can go down a rabbit hole of these things. Mm-hmm. And most often than not, the guy that gets out there and he's like, you know, you don't want uh, you don't want any of this. You don't want Boom. the other guys yeah, just yeah. like sitting there like, yeah. okay, okay, and then it's yeah. click. Here's a jab. And it's like yeah. I told you to stop talking. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the approach the Chiefs are doing. The last time they talked, they've lost. Who was the? It was the former. Wasn't there a former NFL player real recently that's? squared up in the street sure probably and and the other guy was talking and he just went thump and, it's <laughs> and, over. and it knocked him down and he was like basically on top of like i didn't want to have to do this but you made me do it i don't remember who it was but it was real recently i think it was like a it was like a road rage incident where the guy wanted and they were like they were literally like squared up like a like a boxing match and it took like one one punch and the guy was oh yeah the guy was that was uh and he's chirpy was down he's letting you know by his silence that he doesn't want you to extend what you're doing. But if you try to do that and you mess around long enough, and the and the line that I used last night was, the dog's not gonna bark if you don't lurk about. Like if you're if you're walking by and, and you see somebody's dog and you get closer and closer to that fence, eventually the dog's bark is going to get more intense and louder. And if you do dare to get in their yard and try to mess with it, it will bite. But if you just go on your way and continue down the path of your life, that dog's just going to let you go at your own pace. He's going to leave you quiet. That's what the Chiefs are doing right now. And I respect the hell out of it because I think the Chiefs know that they are the better team record-wise. They are playing the game at home, but they also know what the resume is. And Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals with 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs don't really have a lot of clout to talk back. They don't really have enough room to clap back at Cincinnati. But if you can beat them in this game, and by God, I pray, for every single Cincinnati Bengals player that if this game is a 14 point game with two point two minutes left and the chiefs are on the other, on the winning side, it's going to get very ugly for Cincinnati because you've got a lot of guys that trash talking is probably the second to third thing on their most valuable resume. 87 is one of them. I think that if you piss Pacheco off in the end of the game and he's doing those closing out the game runs, you can expect a thigh to your jaw and it's going to hurt. And then you're going to be very, very quiet, and they'll go back, and they'll they'll let you remember what you said to this game. But again, you got to get there first, and I think that's why the Chiefs are playing the way they are. Because I know there's a lot of you out there that are like me, that are wrestling fans growing up, that want to see the promo from each side. Mm-hmm. And sometimes <laughs> yes. the yeah. best promo 
is the quiet promo. And then when the quiet promo can prevail to the over the top, then you sit back. And how great would this be? That if the Chiefs can beat Cincinnati, Mahomes pulls out a cigar and smokes in the locker room, sitting with one leg over the other. That's the ultimate flex. And I know that a lot of Texans have said they want a a better one. They want a hoot a chant is what they want is what they want Arrowhead to do. But man, you let Mahomes sit back on a stick with his legs crossed like Joe Burrow. That's the ultimate flex. I think I think you light the cigar. Yeah, and then you immediately extinguish it on the tape on the ankle. You do. (laughs) You light the cigar. Just burn it out of the ankle. You burn it out of the ankle tape. Mm. That would be the great one. Uh, so he says, "Yes." Ask the dude who was chirping to Mike Tyson on that airplane. Oh God, that was that was one. And then Sean Ellis, is that right? The f- former Jets former offensive. Former Jet. Yeah, yeah. That's if you haven't seen that, one, it's great because the guy asked him to square up. So he's like, "All right, we'll square up." <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Delivered a two piece and looked at him <laughs> yeah. as he fell, and then stood over him like I. I tried to tell you, man. Tell you, I was gonna knock your ass out. (laughs) And you got to know your competition. Like you got to know that, like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring it. I'm sure there's people out there that have uh, older brothers or you know older sisters that you push the button enough. Eventually, that comes with a consequence. And I know the Chiefs are hungry, and I know the Chiefs want to win this game. And it's the worst we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes last year in the AFC Championship game in that second half. And you know he hasn't gone to sleep without thinking about it the the past. I don't know, 12 months since this game happened last. So it, it all it, of them have Chris Jones. Oh, yeah. They all talked about during the off season, right? How badly this ended. Well, this is your opportunity to get it back. Also, you don't, you know, don't talk ahead of time. It doesn't turn out right. You don't want to be talking ahead. Of time. I'm, I'm, I'm fully in that camp too. Like you right. can wait and do your talking after the game's over. If you, if you take care of business, hopefully the chiefs do Travis Kelsey on the new Heights podcast. Also discussing uh, uh, an oops he made, which was, uh, now he needs to get back Chad Henney's football. You talk about scoring a touchdown. You were the by, one who scored the touchdown. And for Henny, some reason, Henny you were means in a, necessary. <laughs> you were in a big uh, throw the football into the crowd. Any mode. way you want it, that's the way you get it. Any way you want it. Uh, yeah, you were in a big throw the football into the crowd uh, mood. You threw the first ball into the crowd, threw the second ball into the crowd. Listen. And you were telling me before we uh, got going on the show today, that you were a little bit upset you threw that second touchdown <laughs> to the crowd <laughs> because that was Chad Henney's first playoff touchdown pass. Uh, I uh, I checked the stats. I think it is his first touchdown pass in the playoffs, and uh, he's been in the league since 2008, so I think that might be one that he would want to hold on to. Um, obviously, wasn't thinking that when I <laughs> scored. Just got excited and said, Woohoo! <laughs> 98 yards, baby! And um, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm an absolute idiot. If uh, the Chiefs fan that has the football can uh, reach out to the show, and uh, we'll we'll make sure we get you something in uh, in exchange if you're willing to to let me uh, present that to Chad, because um, I definitely feel like an <laughs> for not making sure he gets that ball. Yeah, I got a good feeling you're not seeing that ball anymore. But <laughs> I'm not seeing that. Ball I, like I hope not, I hope it happens. Like for I'm not Chad. seeing that Cincinnati helmet that I gave you in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see neither one of those. Well, it sounds like you are. It's believed now that they found the person. And I think it's a pretty simple exchange for this one. Now I did see, I remember Kelsey Chuck in this one. Cause I thought, wow, he really, he really flung it up. There it was, it ended up like towards the top of the, the, the bottom section of the, of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that feels like an easy trade to me. What Super Bowl tickets. I, I don't even know if it has to be that, but I, you could trade a bunch of swag for a football. 
yeah, think, and 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 be just fine. But uh, yeah, go ahead and ask for. I wouldn't have, probably ask for that, but uh, you can get yourself a nice little trade. I would ask deal. for sweet tickets to the AFC Championship game. That'd be good. And Super Bowl tickets. And a little meet and greet, maybe. I don't need to meet anybody. I go present. I want to present the football to Chad Henney. You know? eh. I don't know if I want to do any of that. I'd just be like, give me sweet tickets to the uh, AFC Championship game and make sure I get to go to the Super Bowl. Just tickets. You don't need to pay for my flight, my stay, or anything like that. Just Super Bowl tickets, huh? Just give me. That'd be pretty big. Because you know what they say, aim high. Right. And then, you know, you really plan on settling. It's like when I talk to the boss, I say, hey, man, I want this. How'd that go? Well... How'd I'll put go? you on Sunday at nine o'clock. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. You know, I, I, I figured. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I yeah. want Monday through Friday yeah. six to ten. Well, honestly, yeah, yeah. How about Sunday nine to two? Fair enough. You know, I'll take five hours on a Sunday. That's right, good right, for me. Right, right. So, I mean, I think, I, I think, I think when you look at yeah. when you look at this, you say, you know what? I'd like two tickets to to Arizona. And I'd like sweet tickets to the AFC Championship okay. game because it's going to be colder than hell okay. at that game. How about a couple upper deck tickets? They'd say, <laughs> well, we can't yeah, get yeah. you the Super Bowl, yeah. but we can definitely get you a sweet ticket to the AFC Championship. Fine. That's yeah. good. I'm good All with right. that. That's that's fine. That's good negotiating. Are, is the Super Bowl really fun to go to, though? Like, I feel like there's so much that if you're going to root for your team, obviously the experience alone is there. But I feel like when you get there, the game probably goes so fast. And then you don't really have the same experience that you'd have if you were you know, in your house, watching on your TV. Now you'll obviously be, there I don't know. It looked go, like people that were in Miami had a whole bunch of fun. Yeah. God, it, it was in Miami. at the game at the game there. I couldn't believe how many chiefs fans were at that game, oh, you man. know? So they go to Arizona. Looked like they yeah. had looked like they had fun. Obviously the, the next year was cardboard cutouts. So it wasn't quite the same, but oh yeah, there were a lot of people that went to Miami and I'm guessing there'll be a lot of people go to Arizona. Should they make it that far? There's one dude rooting for Tom Brady to keep playing. We'll get to him next. Any way you want it, that's the way you get it. Any way you want it. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes, Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens in with me, Josh Klingler, Brian Williams producing. We will be at Rally House for tomorrow's show, 5.58 to 10 a.m. What time? 5.58. Mm, remember that time. In the store as well, early, which is a, it's an extra bonus for you. Uh, need- we'll be at the Oak Park location, 97th and Quivera in Overland Park. We'll get you set for Sunday's game. Check this out. We're going to have 30 $10 Rally House gift cards to give away. Nice. Plus... Plus five Patrick Mahomes jerseys. Mm. What? Five Patrick Mahomes jerseys to give away during the show. We have four now. I've taken one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some Chiefs ambassadors will be there. I know uh, Kevin Lockett, JC Pearson, uh, others will be on hand as well. Uh, Food from Smokehouse Barbecue and much, much more. But five Patrick Mahomes jerseys to give away. Rally House. So get on out tomorrow morning. We'll be there from... uh, 558 to 10. Join us. Always a good time at Rally House. I'm going to need you to scout the Kansas City Kings section for okay. me in the morning. Yeah. So we'll That's talk early, early. That's the one you're scoping out? All right. Yeah. 
What's the best side for barbecue, by the way? Because I'm having a hard time. barbecue. Yeah, I'm doing ribs Sunday. And I'm kind of trying to figure out, is mac and cheese or are barbecue Because I think barbecue beans are overrated. I'm super into cheesy corn. Okay. You are a corn lord. It's a cheesy corn. You're talking about corn roots, I suppose. Are you corn the cob guy, too? Yeah, I love corn the cob. Fantastic. Uh, But cheesy corn. A smoked mac and cheese or a smoked cheesy corn is solid. A spicy slaw is solid with the ribs. Mm, I do like a spicy slaw. That's a good. That's a good. Are you saying you only you're only do one though? Because well, I think multiple sides are yeah, where it's at. You know? I do the ribs and I do one side, and the people that come over to enjoy the atmosphere in the game, they're required to bring a side. Okay. All and right. somebody always brings a corn dip, so you'd be more than welcome to nice. you know. But obviously, you'll have a really good seat for the game Sunday. Um, Will there be a smoked queso there? Uh, there won't be. Because oh. the trigger might be, be able to whip you up one of those. Yeah. Smoked like, queso, so good. And baby back ribs are better than spare ribs, right? Or is that is that fake news? Um, it depends on how they're cooked. The the quality is is a little bit better, but I, I'm a I'm a spare rib guy all the way. You like that marble? Yeah. Okay. Give me a little put the fat back in. Let Ooh. it let it melt in there and flavor that. Park. That sounds really naughty from your voice. Put uh, the fat back in. Put the fat back in. <laughs> pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, yeah. No put the fat back in. <laughs> Let you have your experiment with that at 6.55 in the morning. <laughs> it's good that we had the uh, 5.58 hunger and now the uh, 6.55 hunger. Are you nobody pre- has brought us pizza yet. What is the deal? Are you prepared to be with me in public tomorrow? Like, are you geared up for this? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll be fine sure, in public like, tomorrow. You'll be uh, fine. You'll be fine. I feel like you're going to look like Detective John Kimball no. after he gets done with his first <laughs> Day at kindergarten, just go home and pass out faith. Like, how to deal with that guy hey, all it's, day? It's, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the normal, Dusty? I mean, come on. Fesco? Yeah, I mean, I come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, it's, it'll Call be just me like, a younger Fesco? <laughs> no. How no, do I take no, that? No, no. I didn't, I did not do that. Put the fat back in. You, you, you took it a different direction. <laughs> so join us at Rally House tomorrow morning, beginning at 5 58. You ever touch a used wiener? Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not forgotten. Uh, Somebody said I'm the guy who will just eat sides. Not when ribs are at play. I'll crush back eight ribs myself, and if anybody gets pissed, I'll be like, well, I bought them and made them, so I'm sorry. I could house some ribs, man. I'll tell you that. No, I I will. I think you have to have the plate, though, that's got the balance of it all. Multiple sides. Meat presentation, right? Yeah. I'm just a sides guy on Thanksgiving. But everything else, I'm a meat guy. What? <laughs> We've lost Beat Up. <laughs> what? Beat uh, Up, tell me you don't love a good meat presentation. Oh, my. I mean, you, you always showcase your plates when you're grilling. I mean, I showcase yeah. my meat all yeah. over social right. media. Right. My wife loves it, all the people enjoy it. Yeah. They love the meat, the yeah. tasty meat, the different kinds of but meat. Then you have to have like multiple sides to balance out the plate. Yeah, I usually do a uh, a burnt in um, baked beans, and then I'll do cheesy corn, macaroni and cheese. I'll do a slaw every now and then. Um, I'll do though? asparagus and corn, or asparagus and peppers that I'll uh, saute Ugh. and smoke on the on the smoker as well. Asparagus just freaks me out because I just it's just in the bathroom for the next four hours. Really, you don't get that with uh-uh. like your urine. Yeah, the, the, well, the, the smell oh, is there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The smell? Yeah, the oh, smell Lord. is there. Yeah. It's like someone literally cracked a, asparagus <laughs> in the bathroom an hour after yeah. I made it, yeah. which is just insane. That and coffee. Supposed to eat your vegetables. Oh, is that Gotta have your veggies. 
You do got to get veggies in you. I like the Brussels sprouts, though. Ooh. With yeah. a little bacon on top, olive yeah. oil, salt, pepper, throw that in the oven. You throw it on the smoker. Okay. We'll get it some smoke. Mm-hmm. Fat- Everything is better with uh, hickory and oak. Put the fat back in and display your meat. There you go. That's right. <laughs> that's, well, we, and that's, just let the asparagus put that on my tombstone. Drain out of you. Put that yeah. on my tombstone, man. Display your meat and put the fat back in. That's right. 2025. That's it. I think I'm dead in two years, wow, apparently. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, what do you think uh, of Greg Olson? You like Greg Olson? On the I Fox love broadcast? it. I think he's about to get Wally pipped. I know. It's too bad, right? It like, is. he's, I think he's really good. And maybe he's played himself into a better job somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know what his contract is at Fox. What, or where that spot is right now, because obviously last year was kind of the year of the shuffling a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. Al Michaels going to Thursday night and the Monday night crew uh, getting switched up, and Mm -hmm. maybe he doesn't have a spot to go because, yeah, Tom Brady's coming at any particular moment. Uh, Greg Olson was on ESPN 1000 in Chicago, and – he says he knows it's it's happening at, at some point. We all know the reality. I know what I signed up for this year. My goal, and I said this before the season even started, my goal was to try to do the best job that I could, give people a fun listen, give people maybe a little bit of a different perspective and insight into the game, do the best job that I can. And listen, if Brady ends up retiring and coming and decides and that's how everything unfolds, it sucks. It's not, you know, I'm not, you know, it is, but at the end of the day, I'm a big boy. I know what I signed up for. And, uh, you know, I took a chance on myself and rolled the dice. We'll see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to calling this game this weekend. Hopefully people enjoy it as much as they have these last couple games. And then obviously culminates in a few weeks in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to enjoy these last couple weeks. They've been busy, but they've been a blast. And then whatever happens in the off season, I listen, I hope Brady signs a five-year deal with somebody. I'll be the first guy there. I'll give him some cap room. Uh, to make it work, but uh, <laughs> we'll um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I guess I love they said it. You know, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks that Tommy's coming for my job at some point. <laughs> what a cool way to handle it, honest way to handle it. But also, I think he's I think he's he's really solid. So wherever he lands, if it's a number two at Fox, um, I guess he's going to be just fine. I I think he's a solid. Is NFL he better than Romo? I think Romo's gotten tired. Yeah, I, I think, think Romo, everyone thinks Romo's lost a step this year. I, I I definitely do, and I don't hear him as much as like I said. I don't right. hear him as much as you do. Yeah, uh, because he's called. They've been on a lot of Chiefs games, but I, I feel like he's not quite as dialed in as he was fresh off his playing days. So it probably does get a little weathered. I would assume for him. I don't know if he's like still having the same amount of fun that he's had. But I've said this since Greg Olson started. I've always been a big Greg Olson fan, loved him in the pros, loved him at Miami. Uh, if you want to love him even more, he did a, a they, the guys in Miami did a rap called the seventh floor crew. And he has a line in there and he rhymes G reg with something else, which is quite inappropriate to say live on the air. Still but got a job at Fox. That's still cool. has it. Well, I mean, come on. And the thing about Greg Olson, that's great about this is like, this is the type of attitude you have. Like he knows what's inevitable. Like he knows the $350 man is coming to Fox you kind of get the sense Brady's done, in my opinion, unless there's an offer that he can't refuse. But he's doing this podcast. He's got his show. Like, hell, he had Andy Reid on it, and he's talking about giving advice to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later. And yeah. you can kind of tell, like, he's liking it a little bit more than maybe somebody who can, you know, say they still want to play football. Plus, like, Tom Brady, I get it. 
He said he was going to retire, didn't. Retired, did for seven minutes and came back. Now it's kind of like this year looked a little rough, but Greg Olson seems to kind of be hitting his stride. And if anybody was smart, again, I don't know what his contract is at Fox, but if anybody is really interested in having that type of energy, because Greg Olson gives you three very good things that color commentaries are known to be good at, and that is guy played, educated on what he's talking about, high energy. Greg Olson checks all those boxes. And when you watch the game, you hear what he has to say. You feel his presence. And he's also, he humanizes himself pretty well. Like when they have, it looks like his brother joined like their set too. And he always will, you know, kind of knock himself like, oh yeah, you know, I'm up here. I like self-deprecators. Yeah, It's awesome because it makes you kind of connect with them a little bit better because we all look at athletes and and people that do those types of jobs on a different level than all of us. But he kind of brings himself down knowing that he was, you know, a former player, a, a very good tight end, four consecutive years, I believe, of a thousand yards that Travis Kelsey then would break. But I hope he gets a good job somewhere. I mean, he deserves it. He's good. Fox's one team's what? Aaron Andrews, now Tom Brady. Um, it's not Joe Buck anymore. Who does Kevin the, Burkhart? Kevin Burkhart, yeah. yeah. And I think they had a good thing going. And eventually, you know, Tom Brady is a is a name, a face, and probably the most famous football player in the world. And Brady's I just think Brady's too big to have a three man booth. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to three-man booth with, which may be better, like, content-wise, but you're just not going to three-man booth with Brady. You know? I thought they might do that. Like, that was my theory know. because I don't know what Tom Brady's going to do when he's in the booth, and Greg Olson's one of those guys that can kind of maybe show you the way. But I also think that Tom Brady's going to be that guy that's going to be so eager to to be – I guess it's champing at the bit. I always thought it was chomping at the bit, but I got told it was champing. Mm. But Tom Brady's going to want to crack that mic as much as possible. And Greg Olson's going to try to do that we as well. We should probably stop using his not not enough of us have know anything about horses. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or ride them. But didn't you guys think it was always chomping at I the always bit? did too. Yeah, but I so think you're right. They proved me wrong. They yeah. said it was championing the bit. I we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.